Hello, I'm Paul Mahoney, Domino's franchise owner. I'm here to tell you we've extended our carryout special an extra day, so now you can get large, three-topping pizzas every Monday through Thursday for just $7.99 each. And that's the lie detector I'm hooked up to. I love this deal. Okay, I admit it. It drives me crazy selling pizzas for only $7.99. Domino's Monday through Thursday carryout deal. Get large three-topping pizzas for just $7.99 each. Domino's. Oh, yes, we did. Carryout only. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary. Blog Talk Radio. Here's something off the request line from Liberty Island. We got a sweet some new. What's up, everybody? Welcome to, I guess, the first official live episode yes. of yes. Uh, yes, Have Some, Yes, Have Some Life, the offshoot, spin-off. It's official. Uh, I'm Craig Goldberg. We're live here in Atlanta, Georgia with co-host, as always, Abigail Gardner. Hey, guys. And uh, Jacob Walsh. Yes, I'm here in Atlanta. Are you having some? I'm having some coffee right now. You're in Atlanta? Hello. Hello. I am. That's good. Um, I made that coffee. Cool. You bought the silk. Um, I bought the silk. There was a special request for non-dairy milk, and I bought it. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Cool. So uh, thanks for anybody out there in uh, listener land who's checking us out tonight. Uh, We're not going to be probably talking about Game of Thrones spoilers, so... We haven't watched it yet. Are we missing that? Oh, shit. It's already go. It's over. Did you record it? The. It's over. Wow. It's over. We screwed up. We screwed up. So here's the thing, everybody. Um, We're just going to put it on and then watch it. Yeah, we're going to watch it. We're all going to watch it together. No. uh, No Game of Thrones spoilers. Hopefully everybody's hearing us uh, clearly. Uh, So we're going to take some calls. This is going to be kind of a free-form, free-for-all, right? So the call-in number is 929-477-1217. Uh, that'll get you to us. Once you're on hold, you can listen, or uh, you press 1, and you'll be in queue. That's how this works. Yep. Keep it clean. No language. Do not keep it clean. <laughs> New rules for the live episode. Yeah. Wait, really? No, no fuck God, that. I'm no. totally kidding. I'm okay. Silly. Um, cool. So, like, yeah, if we go to you, uh, know uh, who you are, where you're calling from, and all that stuff, and... Uh, oh, everyone's um, been acknowledging the fact that I have a liquid in the Gremlins cup, and whether that's uh, what that means, I just wanted to comment. Yeah. We've got commenters. What right kind now. of liquid is that? It's coffee. Oh, okay. But, like, it, yeah. But any liquid is Right. Cool. I've got to be really careful about, like, spilling on the outside. And also, I did want to say, anybody watching on Facebook, uh, you're not going to be able to hear the callers. Yeah. Because we... We haven't figured that part gonna, out yet. I'm gonna but, just, they can, but they can go to the website and listen and hear the call. And yeah. I'm going to act it out. So, so do that. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash yes have some live and uh, you'll be able to stream it. So there you go. Uh, cool. So, well, before we go to any callers, we've got a couple of people on hold already. Do uh, you guys have anything you want to get off your chest? Anything you're stressed about? Anything going on in your world? Are you talking to us or are we talking to you? People. You know what stresses the me other out? people can't yeah, answer me yet. What stresses me out right now, I'll tell you, is being in this room with all these toys that aren't in the boxes. <laughs> it stresses me out because like so some weird. of them are already falling over and I'm scared to touch them and I keep all my They're toys all in the boxes. Out. So it's stressing me out to see all these toys just out. We have the boxes out. 
but you're Somewhere, not in there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't make fun of our collection. I'm not making fun. Okay. No, I get it, though. Every morning I that love, I walk I through here. I love looking at it, but it's just like stuff all I've, I've fixed this bull rex four times today because he keeps falling over. So that's not my problem. I think it is your problem. It's sir. worth like $40. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I my bull T-Rex isn't in the box either. So. There you go. So... Thank you to whatever child uh, opened that bull T-Rex <laughs> in, like, 1998. Uh, cool. So should we take our first ever call here? Let's do it. All right, cool. cool. So we're going to be going to the 508 area code. 508. Hey, it's Jim Epcot from Salem, Mass. How are you guys doing? Oh, hey, Good, buddy. man. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. I uh, I guess I have, like, a new Ghostbusters uh, mini-exclusive for you for the new movie. I'm one of the people in the crowd in the trailer. Oh, okay. So you you were an extra in the movie. Yeah, so uh, right when um, Leslie Jones falls, you can see me in the trailer with sunglasses. I'm, like, the one guy on with the sunglasses. And it was... That's uh, amazing. Yeah, and uh, another thing, um, I was also on set the day Dan Aykroyd was on so that was pretty awesome as well. Well, um, Jim, why don't you tell us about that? How did you end up getting involved uh, being an extra in the new Ghostbusters? Well, it's a crazy story. Uh, I've never been in a movie before, but it was Ghostbusters, so I had to get in. Right. I went to the casting call with my brother and I, and he's got more of a punk rock look to him. So they put him right along and they actually right. put me in the don't call pile. And I was like, oh, <laughs> man, fuck. this is Ghostbusters. I got to get in somehow. So I ended up just, uh, finding out where they were going on set. And because it was such a crowd of people, I just kind of blended in. And I ended up being on set for uh, four t- uh, 12 days. And, uh, you know, just got to know the people that were working on set and saw a lot of cool things. It was great to see the proton packs close. Yeah. So what was your experience? I mean, I mean, there's a lot of, like, uh, controversy about the movie. Some people are into it. Some people aren't. But – just being on set and seeing seeing the crew, I mean, you think, what are your feelings about the movie? And, um, you know, well, from, I from obviously that... am biased. I obviously am biased now because I'm a part of it. But I'm a huge, you know, ghost head. And I liked what I saw on set. It had a good vibe. I laughed at the jokes that I heard. Um, you know, everything that I saw, I really enjoyed. And you could really tell um, there was a lot of... Um, you know, they really cared about the source material and wanted to bring that to the next ground. Okay. That's yeah. good to hear. Dude, you you basically just told us that you snuck on into the Ghostbusters. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. And that's amazing. That is oh, awesome. I hope you got was, some of that crafty thing, too. It was too. very difficult, but I uh, did get paid. I was official, you know. as oh. At the end of the process, I was official. Maybe not in the <laughs> beginning, but... He's <laughs> just like a gorgeous um, dancer. <laughs> so... So you said so you did the concert scene. So the concert scene was the one where they, you know, they had the big casting call, and we've kind of we've seen a couple clips from it now. Uh, but you also yeah. mentioned that so you were on set. I guess was that a street scene when everybody knows the Dan Aykroyd cameo right now that he's a cab driver. Yeah, uh, what was that? Was it was like a different vibe on set, or it was a lot of um, okay, you guys are running from something, you know. So it was a lot of running down the streets of Boston, which was fun. Um, but I did get to see the Ecto firsthand and the proton packs up firsthand. And um, that huge, like, duffel bag thing that King yeah, McKinnon wears. Yeah, King McKinnon. That, mm-hmm. Whatever that was was beyond heavy because you could see her, like, off, like, the second she could drop it, it was just like, 
you know. It's so, whatever that big some, piece of equipment is that they have, I suspect. Yeah. The BFG. <laughs> big fucking gun. Yeah. I think people say that. That's a big fucking gun. That's the gun. thing people say, yeah. <laughs> That's what we think it is. It looks like a big That's cool that you got to see that, though, man. Yeah. And, uh, well, and also, so did you – was there any interaction with Dan Aykroyd between, you know, cast and crew oh, or extras? That or? was the – that was the – all right. Um because I was on, they told me to stand on a street, okay? And um, long story short, he was right next to me because uh, we kept having to repeat doing the same scene. And, you know, like the third time around, I look up, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's Dan Aykroyd. And they didn't tell us, uh, like, the extra level. And because I was just lucky to be placed near him, when I, lo- I was the only one to know who he was at first because I saw him, like, he was probably about five, ten feet away from me. That's very cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, so Jim, thank you for being uh, our inaugural caller. Anything else before uh, we move on here? Uh, I just love the podcast and uh, do a barrel roll, guys. <laughs> Dude, thanks. <laughs> thanks, thanks, man. man. Thanks Appreciate it. We'll talk thanks to you soon. For kicking things off. All right, bye. Bye. Take it easy. That was cool. Uh, there was a there was an article on Crack.com, I think, uh, within the last couple of days uh, that somebody wrote, and it's like uh, six things I learned as an extra on the new Ghostbusters, and I believe they were in that same scene. They talk a, a lot about having to do a whole lot of running back and forth in the street. It seems like it might be the same part of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's a cool little read if anybody wants to go check it out. It's just Crack.com. They have a fun little Ghostbusters article, and it's not exclusively about Ghostbusters, it's just about what it's like to be an extra on a movie, basically. Yeah, yeah I saw that. That was a good article. It was really good. Um, is I was really hoping he had snuck on, though, and just yeah, kept showing cool. up, because that's something I would love to do. Yeah, he kind of did. Um, cool. Well, let's go to our next caller. I think might be on the line, 908 area code. Are you there? Yeah, hey, what's going on, guys? This is Mike from New Jersey. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Mike? Good, good. I'm on the host of uh, Mike's Pop Culture Playhouse, actually. I do, like, Blu-ray and DVD reviews and kind of cover oh, yeah, the same geek that you guys do. Very cool, very cool. Yeah, you do a lot of the, um, like, the, obscure lim- the obscure limited release uh, Blu-rays, like, uh, what's that company called? I can't even think of what it's called. Uh, Twilight Time? Yeah, but what's the one? Uh, Shout Factor. Shout Factor. Yeah. 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 yeah, Shout. Yeah, I work with Shout a lot and Screen Factory. They're like horror subdivision. So, yeah, it, uh, it keeps the site pretty busy for sure. Cool, That's man. Awesome, cool. man. So, what's up, Mike? Yeah, what's I just think you guys did a great job on the podcast. So, we're talking stress talk here, right? Yeah, we are. Yes. We're so You're stressed always out. Stressed. Okay, so here's something that I know this is a little, uh, this is a couple weeks in the past already, but. It's this, you know, it's this double-edged thing that's going on. So uh, right when Indiana Jones 5 got announced, it seemed unanimously that, you know, fans across were wildly excited about it. And, of course, there was, like, a lot of humor about Harrison Ford's age and stuff, you know, aside the fact that he's probably more fit than the majority of the population out there. Right. But, um, you know, like, everybody was kind of meeting it with a lot of excitement and, you know, hoping to do better than Crystal Skull. But then... There was this downside of the fandom where, um, you know, I think it was like in a matter of days later that David Kep got announced as the screenwriter. And it's, you know, it always just seems to be this thing in, uh, you know, in movie culture, but fan culture to the extreme. It's like, you know, it's not so much when they hear a talent get announced. It's not, what have you done over your career? It's, what have you done lately? And it seems like every publication just kept bringing up like, oh, this is the guy that wrote 
Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, so it's obviously going to be a travesty now. And I'm like, you know, it's kind of a unfair thing to throw at that guy because I'm all about fans, as we all are. We're so passionate. We love these franchises. We don't want anything bad to happen with them. But I just wish that there was more of like, you know, if you're going to be mad about something, at least be an informed fan about it because – the issue with the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, while people love it or hate it, people have to understand that it's not like David Kep created that from page one and it was the disaster that it was. Like, that script was cobbled together from previous screenplays and had, you know, input from Frank Derenbot's script. So it was a real kind of Frankenstein mess. And it's like, it's kind of a tough thing to say, oh, this guy is so unsuited because he did that. It's like, you're talking about the same guy that gave us Jurassic Park, that gave us Mission Impossible, Panic Room, Spider-Man, War of the Worlds. Like, his right. pros wildly outweigh his cons, you know? Right. And then the other thing is, I mean, you got to think that there's uh, one key aspect that was involved with uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull that um, is not involved anymore, and that's George Lucas. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And- that's definitely another thing that people, you know, I, I think it's, I th- it must be a little too early now to gauge if he's going to be involved or not. But I'm, I'm willing to bet he probably won't be. But, you know, it's like you can't be mad at the guy because he was, you know, he was involved in Kingdom of the Crystal Soul. Because if that's the case, then be mad. Then, then you have no right. Then you just, just be just as mad at Ford and Spielberg for going along with it. You know, I just think it's like it's very unfair to kind of throw it against a guy that clearly has proven his chops, and I think that this, if not for anything else, I think that this film is going to be a real redemption to show them, like, no, this guy, like, has the chops, and he's going to give us the final Indiana Jones send-off that we were hoping for the last time. Yeah, I think I think you're right about that, and I think Star Wars has helped a lot with uh, the new Star Wars coming out and kind of uh, redeeming mm-hmm. that franchise, and people were just like, oh, this is what works. Do you know, let's do what everyone likes and let's kind of forget uh, our, our mistakes. You know, Steven, uh, Steven Spielberg, you know, when he went back and uh, took the guns out of E.T. and all that, you know, he, he kind of thought a little better of that and, and, and went back and said, no, that's not what we should do. So I think uh, everyone's maybe in a little better uh, mind frame here and it's going to, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. And David, Kapp, I mean, he's longtime Spielberg collaborator. And like you said, Mike, you know, Jurassic Park and um, War know, of the Worlds. Everything. Yeah, yeah. War of the, all, a lot of a lot of really great stuff. And I think what it is, it's like so that thing that happens now. Anytime there's a major announcement about anything in pop culture, there's that. And Paul sure. Feig talked a lot about it uh, with the Ghostbusters. Like that initial wave is like positive, and then after like 24 hours, 48 hours, like here comes like the negativity. Right. Yeah. And, so, and it's, it's like you can't do that. I mean, like, you know, it's like you got to just kind of take it for what it is and just be excited that we're, you know, this is 2016. I mean, how many of you guys can go back to 1989 and think when we saw Harrison and Sean Connery ride into the sunset that like, that's it. Like, we're done. It's like, you know, we should still be doing backflips that here we are in 2016 with a few years away seeing like arguably the final Indiana Jones chapter. Like nobody thought we'd see that. And I don't know if you guys had seen this, but there was an article, again, in the wake of this whole announcement of, like, a top five, you know, kind of a BuzzFeed clickbait bullshit article. But it was like, (laughs) here are the five or six things that they need to do to get Indiana Jones back on track. And I think the number one thing was Indiana Jones needs the Nazis again. And they went through this whole thing about – 
this and that, this and that. And I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like you can't go backwards like that again. I mean, they've already acknowledged that they're going to go ahead in time past Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. So I don't think the smart thing to do is to go backwards and involve well, the Nazis again. So what, what year did Crystal Skull take place in? Like uh, It takes place 50s? in the 1950s, so I'm willing to bet that the next mm-hmm. one will take place in probably 1960. Okay, so it's Indiana fighting the Viet Cong. Sure. Mix sure. it, bring yeah. in Forrest Gump, and then you've got <laughs> – if Sony was involved – It takes place in 1957. So the – what, Crystal Skull? Yeah. So, yeah, we'll probably move ahead, whatever, 10 years, so – um, yeah, but I agree. I don't think there's any point in going back. And look, those articles are always so funny. Like, yeah, the, it, the six, if they did these six things, it'd be a surefire hit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's funny. With it blows my mind. That that, you know, like there were so many scripts that were commissioned over the course of time, you know, after Last Crusade came out. And I think that what, although I think that they were on the right track, like, although I don't agree with the whole Nazi thing, I think that like, you need to go back to a certain purity that, you know, Raiders and Temple of Doom had. And it's like just going back to like these mythical kind of archaeological expeditions that Indiana Jones did. And like, I, I'll be the first to admit I have not read this unproduced screenplay, but just from the title, it gives you like an idea. Like there was a script commission and it was called Indiana Jones and the Lost Continent. And right there, right. I'm like, see – like, like, right there, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what they need to get back to, something like that where it's like, yeah, like, just from a title like that, I'm like, yes, I can totally see that being Indy's final adventure, and it kind of brings it full circle. Right. There was, um, I don't know if you, uh, if you watch any of the Screen Junkie shows, they have a movie fight they do every week, and they, they did a movie fight that was like, what should the next Indiana Jones be, and they let everybody kind of choose you know, the next adventure. And it, and it was that sort of thing. Like somebody picked like maybe he's looking for the lost city of Atlantis, stuff like that. And it mm-hmm. is really cool to think about those kind of things. Um, I mean, it, and, it's totally endless what the possibilities are, but I think that if yeah. they get something like that, I think fans are going to be happy, you know, all the same. Absolutely. Uh, he should be searching for Shia LaBeouf's career. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, you know what? I'll I'll raise you that. If they bring short round into it again, I'm I'm down. It's it's gonna be the best one yet. Then. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Awesome. awesome, dude. Well, Mike, dude, thank you so much for calling. Anything else uh, stressed out about before we move on here? No, that was the big one. Thank you guys for easing the stress a little bit, though. No, you're yeah, good. Yeah. Dude. I mean, here's the thing. When it comes to um, Indiana Jones, um. Like, there's going to be a lot of positivity, and then, you know, that negativity wave is going to come. What's funny is, with Star Wars, they kept everything shrouded in so much mystery with Episode Seven. Yeah. Really seeing people kind of pick at nothing, because there was really not anything to pick on. And finally, when it came out, there was like a collective sigh, like, this is amazing. And then 24 and then hours later, it was like, it's a new hope. It's the same right. thing as a Mary Sue complaint about <laughs> Ray and bullshit. Right. right. It, it <laughs> exists to be contrarian and like to have people just come out and be like, oh, I hate this if everyone wants it. Right. Right. It, but, it's uh, just the culture, you know, just the access and the culture these days, I guess. Yeah, dude. People love this. Right hate. on. Yeah, <laughs> shake it off. Taylor Swift. Right on. <laughs> shake it off. All right, bye. We'll You'll talk to you. All right, guys. Later. Take care. Thanks a lot. Right. Right. We'll talk bye. to you later. Bye. Love you. <laughs> Kidding, y'all. Cool. We say we love you to every guest on the Assassin Podcast. Yeah, cool. Yeah, New rule. <sighs> Not.
that's not true. Oh, that guy's right. Okay, cool. So we'll move on. We have another caller on the line. This is fun, guys. This is fun. Yeah, yeah. we're like, this is y'all are writing the show for us. Yeah. Great. So I see a 111 area code. That doesn't seem real. This must be like a Skype call yeah. or something. Yeah. Um. Man, uh, that last caller left. I actually wanted to ask a question uh, about uh, the Indiana Jones thing. Like, um, okay. I, I, Real quick, uh, who, uh, let us know who who are you. That's what we want. Uh, my name is My name is Tulio. Hey Tulio, That's how's it going? My, yeah, good. <laughs> this is my first time listening to your show, uh, by the way. So. Oh cool. Uh, I well, just got. <laughs> cool. Uh, I just got done watching Game of Thrones. Uh, have you guys watched it yet? No, no, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah. We promised oh, our okay, audience then. we we wouldn't um we wouldn't be covering uh, Game of Thrones tonight until we gave everybody a chance to watch it. Oh, but if right. you can wow. sum it up, since you haven't watched it, how, I mean, or you watched it, how how was it without spoiling it? Uh, it it was really uh, uh, unusual to me. It, it's a good episode, but it's very oh, unusual for uh, yeah yeah. It's very unusual for Game of Thrones because. It, in my opinion, Game of Thrones is a, like a really depressing show, <laughs> but I love that type of depression. You you know what I mean? Like the the Red Wedding, uh, I think it was, where where right. everybody's yeah. based. Yeah. I get it. And, and and like the whole battle between the snake and the mountain thing, it was just like, wow, that happened. You know, you killed the guy when he was gonna win, and you know. But this one right here, the season premiere, was totally different. It was positive. I mean, this is the oh. first time ever. Oh. I, uh, yeah, it was like a really. I I I watched the episode and felt good. Like it was like a happy ending almost. Uh, and, and this is no this is no uh, spoiler for jo- or for Jon Snow because th- nobody knows what's happening to him yet. That's it. <laughs> Other than that, okay. I, I thought mm-hmm. it was very good. Yeah. So but, um, uh, well, go for it. What what else is on your mind? My my question was about the whole uh, Indiana Jones uh, man that that last one sucked so bad didn't it that movie was just so bad but um this is what I heard it, it wasn't good <laughs> yeah it was terrible now this is what I heard with uh, George Lucas like well, Star Wars when he made Star Wars he wanted like total input on it but to get the funding to make Star Wars he had to listen to other people's advice like the different um. Uh, well, what is Paramount and those type of companies mm-hmm. called? Uh, well, well the, producers, the producers, the studios. Yeah. Yeah, the studios and the producers. They actually had to give input, and he had to listen to it uh, for him to get the funding. Not just that, like uh, the set directors also had to give uh, George Lucas fund uh, uh, opinions on how to do certain things. So he, when he made Star Wars, he didn't have it his way. But because he didn't have it that his way, Star Wars turned out to be great. In fact, it turned out to be awesome, right? The same with uh, Empire Strikes Back. He 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 didn't get his total input on it. He couldn't. So anyway, fast forward to uh, fast forward to uh, the uh, the first one. Uh, I forgot the Phantom Menace. He finally is at that point in his life where now he his say is permanent. Whatever he says goes. And you see how much trash comes. That, that movie was total trash because he didn't let people have their input. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, I – and that's not good, man. Yeah. That's what yeah. we were – that's kind of what I was alluding to with the last one is, uh, or the last caller is that, you know, when you remove um, George Lucas, an unfiltered uh, 
George Lucas from the equation, you're you're really opening up the door to I mean, I'm not this isn't gonna be like Lucas bashing or anything, but if you look at the last three Star Wars films and then you look at the direction of Crystal Skull, and then some of like even the um I can't think of what it's called, but he did like that World War Two, like the Tuskegee Airmen movie. Yeah. And even that was kinda like not very good. So uh you know, he, he was probably past his prime and, and without um without a filter, without the input of uh other creative people and other decision makers, George Lucas, I mean, like you said, uh we got Phantom Menace and, and Attack of the Clones and those just there's so much wrong with, with those movies. Right. Yeah, um, and it, it's not George Lucas bashing. It, it's just like in general, if one person has a say in everything in these movies, it's going to turn out to be cr- a crap. I mean, uh, a, mo- a good movie has yeah, yeah. So, so did you guys like that that new one that that Force? Oh Awakens? yeah, I was a huge yeah. fan, big, big fan. fan. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> I, no, I don't no, know. I'm, yeah. Hey, Tuli, before we let you go, um, since you're a new listener, we uh, we talk about Ghostbusters a lot on this podcast. Um, it's kind of our number one. Are you a fan of Ghostbusters? Have you seen the new preview? What is your opinion on the new movie coming out before we let you go? Um, oh, man, it looks good. I actually kind of think it looks really good. I, that's my opinion. Cool, man. Uh, but yeah, I, like, I like new interpretations. No, yeah, yeah, I like yeah. new interpretations of things. That's why. Ooh. But right uh, wait, wait. Uh, they, they're not in the same universe, right? It, it's like they're. It's a total reboot. It's Great not a question. remake. Right? That's the question. There you go. Uh, nobody knows at this point. It so could yeah. be anything. So uh, as it went into production, the understanding was it would be a total reboot. Um, there's been some behind the scenes scuffling and some rearranging, and um, I think ultimately uh, Sony would like to have a connected universe. Uh, that wasn't really in the cards for, for Paul Feig and, and the production team going into it. So uh, we're kind of at a wait and see. My my guess is that the movie will stand on its own with maybe some, you know, connective tissue or, or the possibility of connecting it down the road. But for the most part, it'll be its its own universe. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Thanks for taking my cool. call. I'll see you. Hey, bud. See Thanks for calling, man. Oh, we've got some fun stuff going on on Facebook. What's going on? Uh, Luna Mars knows Jim Epcot, the guy who called us. Okay. They were apparently both in that same scene. Okay. So, hey, girl. And hey, everyone. Hi, everybody. been commenting. That's all very cool. Um, Yeah. That's what's going on. Do we have any more callers? Yeah, we've got somebody else on the line. Before we go to that, um, I did want to say the call-in number is 929-477-1217. That's Yes, Have Some Live. Uh, 929-477-1217. You can call in, press 1 to uh, get in queue. Uh, queue, that's what they say in England. Um, you think you queue? Is that what they say in England? That's what they say in England. Jake, aren't you in England? Ago, I just, if you want to try. Um, I, I can't. Cool. We'll get to, we'll get to that in a second. Cool. Sorry, y'all. Maybe I'm Everything's fine. Everything's go. fine. Cool. All right. Well, we got one, another caller. 631 area code. Tell us who you are and what is stressing you out today? Hello, my name is uh, Randy Ortiguez, um, a.k.a. Dr. Ortiguez from the Ghostbusters of Pike County, and I want to say you guys are awesome. And Thanks, I'm so man. stressed that I um, – this is uh, Randy Ortiguez. I just liked your thing on uh, Facebook. I love your show. I work at the Walmart Westfall, and I'm so stressed. Every time I go to the toy department, I look for the Ghostbusters stuff. 
see nothing. Not there. See the little cars. Not, not there. Nothing. No. I work at the Walmart, and I would know when the toys are coming out. I harass the toy person every day. When you know when the toys are coming out? No, Joe. Do you know when the toy? No, do you know, Joe? When the pop? When the pop? When the pop final coming out? I don't know, Joe. Please tell me. Please tell me. Not not even not even not even the cars. Nothing. That's I'm trying to get jobs. We did that today. Yeah, we, me and Craig did that. I did that today. at Target. We went to Walmart. We went to Toys R Us, and we asked people where are the Ghostbuster toys. And we had a guy. What did, what did he tell you, Craig? He was like, so so. Well, let me backtrack a little. So we got word that May first is the street date on the new line of Ghostbusters toys. Um, but and that some Toys R Uses were getting them in, but they weren't out on display yet. So having that information uh, in our pocket, we, me and Jake went to a Toys R Us today, and I went up to the the guy, and I said, uh, "Hey, do you know if those new Ghostbusters toys are in?" And he just looked at me and goes, "The girls?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, you know, the new Ghostbusters toys." And he goes, "Is that movie even out yet?" And I said, "No." He goes, "Well, when does it come out?" I said, July 15th. He goes, all right, well, uh, come in two weeks before that, and we'll have them. Yeah, he had no clue. No, he was completely making that statistic up. Um, So from what we know, Joe, we're looking at maybe like a week from now seeing those those toys hit. Yeah. Yeah, um, that that, that makes me – and and another thing, when I'm at work, it stresses me out when customers ask me, so, uh, so, Joe, um – are you are you for the uh, the thing with the girls? And I look at him going, yes, I'm I'm for it, and I can't wait to have all the haters standing behind me going, are you gonna like it, Joe and mine? Well, there's you're, you we bought a ticket, so obviously you're gonna be with us. You're on our side. Yeah, man. So. I'm jealous that you get to talk about the reboot at work. People are sick of me talking about it. <laughs> and and everybody asks me at work the same question again and again and again. Are you for it? And I'm like. Uh, yes, dummy. Now you know I'm for it. I have a tattoo of slime on my thigh. I've been a Ghostbuster fan since I was a little boy. And every time I, and every time someone says, we can call, I say, either Sid and I send somebody else, or yes, I'm a Ghostbuster. And I can't wait to see the little girls and the little boys with flight suits and protons. That's all I got to say. Yeah, man. We're excited, too. Hey, Joe, thanks for calling, man. We got a couple more people on hold uh, we're going to be getting to in a few minutes. Um, yeah, but, uh, have a, thanks for calling. Okay, no problem, guys. You guys have a great night and Ghostbusters 2016. I can't wait. See you later. All right. Can't wait. Awesome, man. Bye. Cool. Cool. All right. So, um, how are you guys doing? I'm good, man. I'm stressed. What are you stressed about? I'm stressed. We're working on some new, uh, some new Ghostbuster outfits we've been working on today, trying to get a dye job right for a GV2 outfit, and it's not cooperating. Um, we're getting there, but, you know, it's an all-day thing. Uh, but that's always what's stressed. Like, year-round, every year, Dragon Con costumes are constantly stressing me out. Right. Um, I'm right there with you, Jake. I've got a uniform in the closet <laughs> that's just waiting to be altered. I've got a Dance patch that I got to rip off an old suit and stitch on to the new blue uniform. That's the one that I was talking about a few weeks ago. Um, and we've got a highway haunter to build. Uh, we got to go buy that thing. Yeah. 
Got to get a bumper. Yeah. Talk about this bumper so much. I'm ready for stuff. Dragon Con. We're a couple months We're away. We're not really ready, but we want it. Right. We want it. We're, we got a lot. Cool. Hey, we Ryan got another caller. Why you look like Bradley Cooper? I feel like I look like <laughs> Bradley <laughs> Kardashian. Is that even I, a real I know what you were going to say, but you didn't say it. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about Dragon Con. I am stressed because we had a long discussion today about whether or not we were going to be doing just Ghostbusters stuff or branching out. So at one point today, Jake and I decided we're only doing Ghostbusters costumes. And then we spent an hour talking about all the other costumes. We were, we're <laughs> yeah. Gonna do. yeah. We, were like, we were like, wait, we got to have a comfortable costume. Yeah, we, we can't like, just we, not be comfortable. Costume. I was like, you know, are, are my are – my, uh, my Jaws friends coming back this year, or or Matt and Adam coming back, and are yeah. we gonna do Jaws again? Or right. I want to be Brody cigarette. I've been talking about doing that for a while, but they don't make a cigarette costume. I've looked it up. I want to make a joint costume. I want to share something slightly embarrassing that I found out today. Go for it. Because of Craig. Tell so us. working on a GB2 uniform, uh, I got a Geiger meter coming. Uh, I bought a throwing chicken Geiger meter. Uh, our dear friends, the Finchers, have it, and they're working magic on it as we speak. Uh, so I was going to do the full GB2 outfit, and I was talking about I, I need to get my leg hose connector on. And Craig goes, oh, you know the GB2, like, blue suits don't have leg hose connectors. And I yeah. never realized that. It's very freeing. I, I had to, like, look it up, and I was like, wait, yeah. they don't. How did I not? How many times have I seen Ghostbusters? You don't suits fucking pay attention. And it's never God damn it, Jake. that those blue suits do not even have leg hoses on. So listen, guys, we got a couple people on hold. If you're on hold, um, thanks for being patient. We will be getting to you. But I have a feeling our next caller is going to have opinion, an opinion on your leg hose conundrum. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying. Are they, they going to talk or what's oh, going on? Yeah. 778, you're on. Tell us who you are and what your opinion is on leg hoses. Hi, I am Ryan Dole, douchebuster, <laughs> Ghostbuster BC. Yeah. What's up, Ryan? Hey, just representing All the cross the rip. Yeah. We have, as far as the hose is concerned, I like rarely wear mine. I have it like on the nub, and then when I do wear mine, I wear it like how Bill Murray wore his. I just have it like tucked up the front. Well, yeah. Tuck. Like, not not really giving a shit. Yeah, that's kind of how I wear it. <laughs> totally. Yeah that's, yeah, that's usually how I wear it. It's either the hose is on there or it's just, like, thrown on. I don't have any kind of, like, special fancy thing to hook it up to the back <laughs> of my spine or anything like that. I just throw it on. Well, Ryan, thanks so much for calling, man. So, um, Ryan Dole, he's a douchebuster. Yeah. Ghostbusters of British, uh, the Ghostbusters of British Columbia, not British, <laughs> not of a British Columbia. Colombian. <laughs> he is a British Colombian. He loves one. coffee. Uh, yeah, man. So we're talking. We've talked a little bit about uh, Ghostbusters tonight. We've talked Indiana Jones. We've talked Star Wars. Ryan, I've been waiting to ask you this for months. What is stressing okay. you out right now? Yes. What what is stressing me out? Yes. Marvel Civil War is stressing me out. Okay. Go for it. Yes. You have carte blanche. Well, are they going to kill off more characters? (laughs) Wait, say that one more time. Canadian. Are they going to kill off characters? Yeah. We're losing people. All right. I know the answer to this, but Ryan, what's your biggest fear? 
Who do you not want oh, to lose? Oh, well, my biggest fear, of course, will they kill Hawkeye? Because every time a movie comes out with Hawkeye in it, everyone right away says they're going to kill Hawkeye. Hawkeye dies I, in this one, for sure. I thought he was going to die in Ultron. Everyone thought he was going to die in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I was surprised he had, like, a nice family. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. really Not nice only family. that, like, a totally hot wife, totally married to a hot yeah. daughter. Yeah. That farmhouse? Oh, his wife was uh, Linda Cardellini from, yeah, Thelma. Oh, my yeah. God, girl. Let's talk about Linda right? Cardellini. I love the fuck out of her. And I was like, pregnant or not, I would still tap that. <laughs> Yeah. 100%. Honestly, I'd prefer yeah. if she was pregnant. Yeah. That way she can't get that pregnant. That could the mystery whether or not I would bang a woman with kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Our viewers are... I watched a spoiler-free review of Civil War earlier today. Me and Craig both watched it. And, of course, there's not a whole lot they can say in a spoiler-free review, but... Um, I mean, the the general consensus is that it's really pretty great, so I'm I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they were doing I, I kind of that. So. They were doing kind of that same thing that like we do, where they're like, "Oh, it's great," but here's a bunch of complaints. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, oh. they they were complaining obviously, but they also put it up there with Winter Soldier yeah. being just as good as that film, and they also said that there's a fight scene in this movie, which is what's in the trailer at the airport. And they said that it's probably the best thing Marvel's put on film so far. And, I mean, that's that's saying a lot. Yeah. That is saying a lot because Winter Soldier was solid. Yeah, for sure. Well, what do you guys um, – what do you guys – as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe, what, what, is, your, what is your high point? What is your favorite? Oh, oh I don't know, Winter man. Soldier. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, it's probably – yeah. Winter One Soldier. at a time. God damn it, you're right. Yeah. Abigail. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like yeah. I'm, I'm looking at a Chris Pratt as Star-Lord cardboard yeah, cutout. Right. Do you know what my favorite part of Guardians of the Galaxy is? What's that, Ryan? Uh, my favorite part of Guardians of the Galaxy is my name in the credits. That's uh, my favorite part. <laughs> oh, Ryan. Are you allowed to talk about your job? Can we can talk, talk about, about that? that. I can talk, talk about tell us that. what I you do. Talk, for I can say that yes, I did work on Batman v Superman. Can't talk too much about the process of it yet. Okay. I'm still waiting for the go ahead on that, but I can definitely right. say I worked on it. Cool. Uh, but yeah, you we can talk about Guardians. Credit. We can talk about my little stint on Game of Thrones. The Ooh, what girl. else? Godzilla. Whoa! Maleficent. Fast and Furious Seven. I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? Maleficent. Uh, well, let's go. Yeah, I know, right? So, Actually, you want to talk about that? You want to know how long it was in post-production? Maleficent. Maleficent. How long? Was in post-production for almost two years. Ooh, wow. Wow. Who's the star of that? Who plays her? It, uh, it's Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Okay. I was shaking my head. Now. I haven't seen that. Um, I know. I was like, no. So, Ryan, you're a. We could say what you do, right? You're a. You're, well, you tell I us. What am is your job a, title? I am a visual effects coordinator. Perfect. So going back, you mentioned you worked on Godzilla. Jake's a giant Godzilla fan. What was that? I mean, you, I mean, if there's anything interesting, any tidbits that our, our, our audience might find uh, listening to? God, that was a weird way. <laughs> not Craig <laughs> rambling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's something that uh, – well, I think it's out there, but I don't think a lot of people know. 
that Andy Serkis was doing uh, mocap, motion capture for Godzilla, where they filmed him pretending to be Godzilla. Okay. I just want to watch Like with that. the ping pong balls and all that. Yeah, with the yeah. balls. Yeah, Very it was cool. awful. It was actually so bad that we actually ended up using none of it. <laughs> oh. I just bet it's weird. It, it's I want to see the me. footage in, like even more now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's weird to me to like when they did um when they did the Hobbit and they had uh, Cumberbatch actually do mocap for Smog. I'm like, okay, when it's like a humanoid kind of thing, maybe it works. But like a dragon, <laughs> you can't really yeah. do mocap for that. So like, <laughs> you I mean the I one that's really there and cold and sleep? Yeah, I had read that Andy Serkis had done like some cons- consulting for trying to like figure out how to bring just like a little bit of humanity to Godzilla, but I, I didn't know that they had went as far to actually have him do some mocap stuff. Well, it's like putting a midget in a trash can and saying this robot has a life, right? It's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. The same thing. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I really like... In the back... Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just say, I really like Godzilla 2014. I thought it was a really cool movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not a Godzilla fun. historian by any means. Um, but uh, So you mentioned that, and uh, you mentioned you worked on Guardians. Was uh, Was that your first time working on a Marvel property? That's my first time on a Marvel property, and... It's a totally different kind of show than anything else to the point where it's almost a little intimidating because it's very, it's very structured. It's like, there is no give or take on deadlines. There's no negotiating. It's, this is what the mouse wants. So the mouse is going to fucking get it. Mm. Yeah, I feel like other studios right. could take a, a hint from that kind of a. Yeah, approach. right. Well, well, it shows like in the quality of their work that they produce. Like it's so tight, and like well, there hasn't obviously been. Yeah, <laughs> no. I mean, it's like it sounds like it wasn't a bad. It wasn't a bad experience. I don't want to make that sound like it was a negative thing, but yeah. it was. Uh, but like there were, it was. Uh, there were stressful days. Well, we'll say that. Just because of like how they wanted it, and if they wanted to make a change, it was like there was no negotiating really about it. Well, well at least from what I heard, there could have been from higher up, but it was just kind of like, Kate, we go, go, go. And there was to a point where some people were like, I will never watch another Marvel movie again, right? <laughs> oh, wow, yeah, Bad so it got to like, or whatever. But, yeah, but you know what? everyone still saw it. <laughs> Yeah, everybody always says that during stress time, and then all of a sudden the movie comes out and they completely forget. So, cool. Well, uh, hopefully, when you get that clearance on um, Batman v Superman, we'll be able to kind of go in in depth on that a little bit more because I know we've talked about that movie a lot. Yeah, we'd love to have you on to break all that down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I would Um, love to as well. Plus, my other secret project, I'd like to talk about that one too. Don't. Tell, don't even tease that secret project. Don't you tease I it. I am going. I tease it. I tease. I tease. I can't help it. I don't think anybody who listens to the Have <laughs> Some podcast would have any interest in what you're doing right now. Yeah. Nobody cares about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, hey, Ryan, do you, we've got a couple callers on the line. Do you have a few minutes to hang out and chat with them as well? Yeah, sure. Bring it on. 
All right. Oh, cool. All right, cool. So, yeah, we can do whatever we want. Fancy. I didn't know we could do this. I'm not 100% sure we can. Let's go ahead and say if for some reason this gets hung up, then thanks for calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) 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 Cool. So, yeah, once again, the call in line is 929-477-1217. Press 1 to uh, get on the line, and we are going to go to our 613 area code. 613, tell us who you are and where you're calling from. Hello, radio fans. This is Matt Provencal. You may remember me from such podcasts as Cross the Streams Radio and now a current member of the Ontario Ghostbusters. I apologize in advance if Ryan Doyle had to speak with you, but according to my attorneys, I have to come onto the show and explain that me and him are actually pretty good friends. And, oh, uh, man. This is officially the Canadian invasion. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, before I get started, I just have some questions for you, and then you can ask me whatever the hell you want. First is, um, what's a ruckus? Can anyone tell me what that is? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Second. Would you describe the ruckus? Yes. Yeah. What is a ruckus? What's your definition of that? Holy live-action trolling, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This is great. I'm just kidding. You don't – whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm juggling a few things that I want, but it's fine. I'm going to get some Applejack. All right. Matt, moving on from the – from that, from, from that, what, what, what's your next question? What do you got for okay, us? Okay, next question. When President Trump builds the wall between our borders, uh, just to let you know that next spring, um, uh, weed will be legal in Canada. So, um, would you be interested in taking pre-orders with me, and we can work something out? Just to move. What are you, what are you, so are you you're, are you let's see did this just turn into a drug deal? Drug deal? not not officially not officially so you're if you have some sort of universal drug plan or if you're on Obamacare this will be completely legal so it's all good I don't think you really know how America works <laughs> no 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 we we I learn America from CNN and dr. Phil so you gotta, okay. you gotta okay. help me out. So, uh, and Dr. Okay. Phil was on Monday Night Raw last week, so it's oh, coming full virtual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was uh, okay. He was Ryan. You probably hey. saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Of course, I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is what we've covered so far. We don't know what a ruckus is. No. Okay. It's a long-standing question. Weed's oh, gonna be it? legal in Canada. We might have just bought some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, number three. We we got to have something we can answer. Okay, cool. Uh, number three. Um, let's see here. I'm going off the cuff. What is um, what are your thoughts um, on? I know you guys like to talk about Jurassic Park, and you guys like to talk about Star Wars and a few things. And I don't know if it's already been mentioned or not. But uh, what intrigues me is the uh, possibility of an original trilogy being re-released uh, for Star Wars, but not um, the special editions, but like Disney may be doing something within the vault to clean up the old in 4K the original and re-release them. Yeah, like I have fan edits of the original trilogy. Uh, they're right. called the Despecialized trilogy, and that's all I watch because I refuse to buy the Blu-ray set that contains um, in Return of the Jedi, where uh, they decide to use the audio from Revenge of the Sith of Darth Vader 
screaming yeah. no. So I, right. I don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I respect that. I mean, I think it's it's a long time coming, and now now with with the acquisition from Disney, I, I think it's only a matter of time. Um, mm-hmm. As soon as they figure out the like. I, my assumption is that they've been working on it for a while. Yeah, I don't understand how it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, but I we- thought it had for a little while, but it's not. <laughs> well, but the weird Lucas thing is- uh, was doing the 3D conversions, and I think that's what tied it up. And, right. uh, and then, obviously, when he sold it, that completely got scrapped right away. So I don't know if they already had a, maybe an 8K transfer or a 4K transfer ready. But all I know is that Jaws is the best Blu-ray restoration I've ever seen. And if yeah, you guys have not is. seen it yet, I highly recommend it. It's oh, pretty amazing. We've seen it. Um, yeah, the Jaws Blu-ray is. I mean, it looks like that movie came out today. It looks yeah. There's so a good. shot where the the wife goes out looking out on the pier with uh, Chief Brody, and it looks like it was shot like in tw- at least 2014 or 2015. It's pretty amazing. So I'm pretty excited about it. Sorry but if that, I sound out of breath. I'm actually cooking. Me and my wife and I are cooking. No, right you're now. good. We're night owls, so I'm running around the kitchen and making dinner and stuff. So no, that's cool. Um, that's great. Back to the uh, so right when they were doing the the 3D conversion, it's hot in here. Um, yeah, it's just guys, it's I, hot in this room. Oh, we have a fan. I'll get up. Um, I gotta do a. We um, back to the um. The 3D conversions, Phantom Menace was the only one that came out. Yeah, it was the only one that, that made it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the uh, Phantom Menace one was the only one that came out. And I've heard people who saw it, and they said the movie actually becomes somewhat enjoyable in 3D because of the pod okay. racing stuff. But, uh, yeah, Jar Jar in 3D is like, who? Right. You know, I saw, I saw it in 3D, and I went, and I dressed up, did the 501st thing, and we were sitting in the theater watching it, the first showing, and – there were audible groans throughout the movie. Oh, and at, no. one, at one point, one of my friends was like, why are we even here? I was <laughs> like, oh, God. Really? We were like, oh, Star Wars 3D, let's go. Oh, wait, it's the Phantom. It's like we forgot what we were going to watch. Right. It's like even more in your face how bad it yeah, is. Yeah, <laughs> it it's like it's enjoyable, but then like you watch it, and the movie is weird. The dialogue's super bad in that one, and it's just, oh, it was, yeah. it was not a good time. But didn't they yeah. talk about... It's actually my favorite one of the prequels. Really? Really? Are you, are you trolling yeah. us? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Well, okay. It might it's be my favorite prequel. prequel. It's awful. Attack of the Clones is really bad. And yeah. Revenge oh, of the Sith is not... Get through. Yeah, Attack of the Clones, Clones sucks. Pretty bad. I, uh, I do hard. remember um, midnight screening of uh, episode three. Um, I went midnight screening. And we're like, finally, this is their last chance. This could be possibly be a decent movie. Darth Vader is confirmed to be in it. Let's figure this out, guys. And um, the big reveal at the end where Darth Vader screams, no, like Principal Skinner, half the audience, I really remember this, half the audience screamed in, like, groaning, and the other half laughed out loud. So I laughed. I remember laughing. That's George Lucas's legacy right there. I remember that's pretty much what it is. That and Red Tails. So, Red so you're Hale not the enjoy enjoy back. the four billion, Georgie. That's all I have to say. I remember thinking at the end of Revenge of the Sith that there was going to be like another. I was like, surely there's another thirty minutes to this movie. I was like, it's not gonna, just going to be like Darth Vader is awakened and then like credits roll. But that's definitely how it was. I thought uh-huh. there was going to be a little more. 
My favorite is how, because um, my friends are, are huge into uh, um, Rebels and um, the Clone Wars, the, the 3D one. Um, yeah. And um, I love how Clone Wars try to, like, within their universe, try to save the prequels. And the, the show is actually pretty decent, but, I mean, they were really limited. That's why I think Star Wars Rebels is such a fantastic show, because now they have free reign of the gap between episode three and four, and they could really make it their own. So I'm excited to see that. And I really am excited for Rogue One. So, oh, oh for yeah. Sure. Yeah. Good stuff. And going back real quick, it was weird yeah. that they put out the, uh, you know, when those Steelbook Blu-rays came out this uh, this Christmas? Yeah. For a second, I thought those were going to be the originals, but they just re-released the, uh, the special editions again. So, yeah, I think eventually – Possibly this Christmas, or um, I mean, you, you think they're going to build it right around the time one of the movies are coming out? So we're going to get a movie every year. So uh, yeah. what is it? They came, they came out with uh, they came out with DVD with a uh, Star Wars DVDs of the original trilogy, and it has like both versions. There's like the Lucas yeah. version, and then and uh, I mean that that's pretty much the closest we've gotten. That's um, right, but the sad part is that there were laser disc versions, and when you watch them on TV, they're 480. Laser yeah. versions. Yep. Yep. But have you guys talked um, about the uh, steel case Canadian exclusive Ghostbusters? Oh my oh. God! Oh, yeah, sorry. We I got want those. those tattooed on my body. I love the artwork on those. So good. <laughs> so speaking of pre-orders, that's something I can do that I'm sure is legal. So. <laughs> cool. Cool. We'll, we'll take we'll that. that. If that ends up just being, I, I don't know if it's been, uh, if anybody's truly been able to answer if that's going to come out over here yet or not. I think everyone's kind of waiting to see if the, the U.S. Best Buys are going to get them, too. I hope so, because I definitely need more copies of Ghostbusters on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, like, what's what's really cool about the Steelbook for Ghostbusters 1 is that they start with the library ghost scene. They could have picked absolutely any other scene that's iconic, obviously Stay Puft or Gozer Temple or whatever, but that's awesome for a new generation who's never seen the movie before. It's like a spoiler-free steelbook. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, those look really good. The artwork's good. Uh, the artwork on the Ghostbusters 2 steelbook looks amazing. I wish that was a print that yeah, I could put on my wall. Cool. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I have the, I have the UK yep. steelbooks, but the art on those are just the logos. Yeah, they're really um, sick. Yeah, compared to the compilation for what the the pick stitch the, that we uh, right, covered, uh, the that, four ultra four yeah. K, yeah, those look terrible. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, cool, but I think we got the we got the steel books because our Netflix up here is absolutely terrible. So they're they're basically giving us something so that we don't kill ourselves during the winter. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> Canada is on suicide watch. Canada is on suicide watch. <laughs> The whole country is about to jump off the ledge that is the northern border. Wait, what, the wall. Are you talking yeah. about the, the Not a good Netflix. No Hulu. We can't watch uh, Saturday Night Live on YouTube. Forget it. Yeah. God, you're right. That does suck. God, I'm glad we're building that wall. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any of that weird lack of streaming content coming over to us. Cool. Well, uh, Matt, anything else before yeah. uh, we got we got somebody else on the line? Let, uh, what do you, what yeah. else is on your mind? Yeah, I got I got uh, two things to say. One is stay tuned Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, um, I may or may not be making a guest appearance on 
show that Ryan is also involved in. And I may or may not have cracked a joke about you guys, but it was in loving spirit because I love your show. And you guys oh, are awesome. Uh-oh. So just All heads right. up. Uh-oh. Also, <laughs> hey, well, another hey, thing. We're going to have our lawyer, Ron Daniels, on standby. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, me and Ron go way back. So I will look forward to his call. Ron is everyone's constant. So, um, so um, the second thing is on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday is Aliens uh, 30th yeah. anniversary day or LV426. But mm-hmm. Tuesday, yeah. something very cool and big is coming. And all I have to say is spaghettishark.com. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Spaghettishark.com. Spaghetti it was yeah. a pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. Your show is awesome. Love the format. Love maybe hanging out, talking again, and stay maybe tuned for the out. next whatever adventure. So thanks again yeah. for the live show. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah, Thanks, man. Did. See you, bud. Glad you enjoyed it. See you, man. Cool. Bye. Bye. Check cool. out SpaghettiShark.com. Yeah, right Ryan, now. what's SpaghettiShark.com? Oh, God. Losers. I don't even know. This is all, like, new to me. So, <laughs> I, we do have internet here in Canada. Okay. Good. So, okay. let's see. Let's uh, so see I'm, what... I'm on the website right now, and it just says, Opening Soon. And uh, you, it has a, a place to put your email, and that's it. And there's a nice graphic of a shark eating a plate of spaghetti. Oh, I want on a T-shirt. A I'm shark sold. would never do that. Those noodles <laughs> would be floating all over the ocean. Uh, haven't you seen Jaws? Sharks will eat anything. Oh, like okay. a trash compactor. Yeah. yeah. This one came in from the northern waters. <laughs> right. It's a lot better than a life. And I mean, if they're yeah. overcooked noodles, they'll just stick together anyway so you can eat it all in one bite. Yeah. Oh, Dente, whatever. He will send it back. Yeah, yeah. Remember that part where they're um, – when they're uh, doing the uh, autopsy on the shark and they throw out the uh, license plate yeah. and then the uh, the can of ragu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Well, um, we've got a caller. Okay. This is a six. We're, this is guys. I think we're rich. What's I, happening? <laughs> yeah, we're going out for a big dinner after this. No, we're going to sleep. Um, <laughs> cool. Let's take another caller. See. If, let's see if the next person knows Ryan. As well. Yeah. Let's see if they know Rod Daniels. <laughs> everybody, everybody, dude, knows everybody Rod. I think everybody has gotten into the Ghostbuster community through Ron Daniels. Yeah. We talk about Ron Daniels a lot. Yeah. We're gonna have to bring him on. He's a yes have some celebrity. Yeah. yeah. Four seven eight, you are on the Yes Have Some Live show. Who are you and where are you calling from? Well, hey everybody, this is Larry. I'm calling in from North Carolina. How are is it, you guys? Oh, wow. Oh, Larry from North Carolina. Hey, Larry. Hey, I just wanted to talk about, well, first off, look at all these Canadians we have on the show tonight. It's crazy. They're like oh, yeah. America's hat. Am I right? You get it? You get it? Oh, we get it. I get it. I get it, Larry. I think um, I get it. So, Larry, what what's stressing you out, man? Grocery shopping. My wife Darcy sent me out to the store to get some eggs today, and of course, of course, I went to where I normally do my grocery shopping, which is the Cracker Barrel. And she oh, got yeah? all the eggs. All the eggs I came back with were Cadbury's. <laughs> oh wow! She seems like a real treat. <laughs> this is right. delightful. 
But anyway, I just wanted to say that I really love the show, and I love everything you guys do, and I can't wait to see you again next year at Dr. Agon Con. Comic Con, right? San Diego. This is for San, 
San Diego, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. You, want to, you want to be comfortable. Let's pro and con it. Oh, that's funny. Ooh, pro shaming Cersei. Go with shaming Cersei. It gets yeah. no more comfortable <laughs> than that. <laughs> Super cozy. So on Wednesday, like preview night, I usually do like a, a casual outfit. And this year, uh, well, like one year I did James Moriarty from the, the show Sherlock. And it's kind of hard to, you know, because he wears the London cap and he's kind of blending in with everybody. And certain mm-hmm. people got and other people didn't get it, which was awesome. And that's kind of what I, I aimed for on Wednesday yeah. at Comic-Con because the rest of the time I'm, I'm a Ghostbuster. Go figure. And uh, so – I've got some choices for you kids, all right? Um, I was thinking about, what do you think about a UCB member? Upright Citizens Brigade. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love Amy Poehler. I'm a big fan of hers, so you should definitely do that. Okay. All right. That's one vote there. All right. Um, Let's see here. We've also got on the list any Steve Martin character. You could even, even Steve Martin himself in the white suit, you know, rambling man, you know, with the arrow through the head. Not many yeah, current Steve Martin, just play a long, long song for everyone <laughs> when they want you to be funny. So, <laughs> again, that's another one where people would look at you and go, I I know what that is, but I, I don't I know what it. that is. Right. And I like, I like, I like what you're talking about. I like what you're playing with here, yeah. We go, we go through this at DragonCon every uh-huh. year. Like, I've had that. You, you, you do something kind of obscure and you kind of want people to get it, but you don't want it to be like mass. Like exactly. you want the people to get it. Like you want that connection. Yes. You go exactly. deeper, and the the connection you make is that much more meaningful because they knew your B side or whatever. Like what I did uh, a Louise Belcher costume from Bob's Burgers, but I did her in a Halloween costume from a specific episode where she was dressed as Edward Scissorhands, and it was one of those things where like only five people came up to me and knew exactly what it was. They're like, "Oh, I fucking love that episode," and we had like a great conversation about it. So. Totally exactly. get it. Sorry for stealing the floor. Continue. <laughs> um, okay. And I think the last one I've got here. Let's just see, Martin, UCB. Okay. Six String Samurai. Do you remember this movie? About the samurai warrior who was Buddy Holly, and they were trying to, and it was kind of a, nobody gets, nobody knows this movie. I'm no, you need to do it. You, this is what you should do. You're going to find <laughs> yeah, your best that. friend that night. You'll find your soulmate that night. <laughs> if, I, if, I do, if I do think string samurai. Okay. So what, what's the consensus, consensus here? <laughs> Ryan, do you have a vote? I say samurai. Yeah. Do the samurai. samurai. I don't know do what it, it is, but it's got the word samurai in it. Yep. Do it. I would do a mashup. Father of the Samurai Bride. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. good. That's I good. like a good mashup. Right. Fun. Okay. <laughs> hey, Patrick, while, we, uh, while we've got you on the line here, um, since mm. you, uh, all joking aside, you were out at, uh, in California with us. Yeah. Um, yes. That was kind of a whirlwind. We all experienced it. It was like a lot of emotion. You've had, a, uh, uh, you know, a good six, seven weeks to come down from that. What, what are your feelings today um, versus then? Have they changed at all about the Ghostbusters movie? Or are you, you still as excited? Are you tempering your expectations? Where are you on this one? First of all, I don't often curse, but you fucking come down already because you're out of your fucking mind if you come down from that experience, okay? <laughs> okay. I still haven't come down. Right. The only thing that I have to say that 
it, it's, it's strengthened by resolve in my fandom. And it's, it's disappointing to me. And I'm going to maybe say something that's perhaps a, a little controversial. You guys are like, oh, my God, he's going to say something bad. No, it's not about Ghostbusters. It's about fandom in general. I get really pissed off that when we look worse than sports fans. Because <laughs> yeah. if, you, if, if you like a team, you know, and I know shit about sports, okay? When you like Same. a team, you support the team. It's not because of one player on it you don't like. You know, everybody supports the home team. It's a pretty shitty day when fandom is against fandom. Inside of your own fandom, it's, it's really screwed up to me, and I don't understand it. And it really, really bothers me that fans have to attack other fans of what you both love. You know, I can understand people's opinions about the movie. I can understand and give people respect for their opinions. However, what I can't respect is when you attack fans for liking something. I can't understand Or not that. liking something. Right. Or not liking it. Exactly. So, and I don't, again, I don't care about what somebody's opinion is about a movie. But when you start attacking the fans... I get really damn personal about that because I remember when I was six years old and I didn't have a lot of friends, believe it or not. Um, yeah. but, Welcome to the um, club. Right. Right. I was homeschooled. And I remember loving Ghostbusters, but not so many people loved Ghostbusters as much around, around me at the time. So, but then you did meet that occasional kid who did know Ghostbusters like you knew it. So I'm not fighting a, a, a fan that's uh, hating another fan, you know, adult, I'm thinking about that kid. You're going to tell me that that kid's wrong for being excited about a movie. Screw you. Okay. Because that was me. You have no right to attack another fan about the same day. It makes no sense. If somebody likes it, let them like it. Do not impede upon people. That's, that's, it really gets me frustrated in a, in a yeah. really Amen, bad way. And I don't, it, just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. You know, we should it just, be, make, it just makes us look bad. You know, it just mm-hmm. makes us look bad as a whole. And, you know, we all, like, we're all grown-ups who dress like Ghostbusters. So, you know, right. we should just support each other in whatever happens. So, right. yeah. And, again, yeah. It, it's not – it's not – I don't – I don't care what somebody's opinion is about the new movie. I really don't give a shit about that. I give a shit if someone's going to attack that person that's actually from our fandom and say, well, these people are idiots or just, just well, that's being very light in tone of some of the comments. <laughs> thrown these are just a bunch of knuckleheads. Right. <laughs> it, it just, it just, it's just very disheartening, but I, I, that's why I was just so, and you guys saw me just attack anybody that was attacking the fans on uh, the Sony site and stuff on their Facebook. Right, right. I was just not, I was not having it. I was just you like. You went to war, right. Right. I, I well, did go to war. I kept on trolling all of them. The I, I kept on trolling those bastards. I just kept trolling them with Ghostbuster comments and stuff. I was just like, bring it. Just keep bringing it because I won't stop. I won't stop ah. because there's a four-year-old kid out there who's excited. 
you know? Yeah. Right. I just wonder what that redhead is doing with that bearded fool. I just, I just, I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's oh, the fuck I'm about. Literally, I have no idea what Yeah, right. But seriously. The cutest Ghostbuster couple ever married by Ivan Reitman. Gee, that's only a first in history. Gee. Wait till you see who's joining us for the honeymoon. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. I just thought, who? Who? Real quick um, question for you kids. Peter Real quick, Nicole. Have... Go for it. Go for it. Real quick question. Have you seen this group called the Spirits Rights Activists? Yes. The FRA. What do you think of this? What's your opinion on this? So, for those who don't know, there's a, there's a Facebook group uh, out there right now called the Spirits Rights Activists. That are um, um, it all seems like it's a good fun, but they're they're constantly posting stuff about how it's anti Ghostbusters. Ghosts have rights. Um, kind of some of the we've heard little sprinkles of this throughout people's pitches for a third Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, I remember the Max Landis pitch uh, had something about this about um, you know ghosts who's standing up for the ghost. Right. Exactly. Um, so I saw a little bit of it when it first came out, and there was some talk. People thought maybe it was like a viral marketing thing or that Sony was behind it, but I haven't really looked into it too much. Is there something new that came up? No, I was just interested to get your take on it to see if, yeah, that was uh, somewhat of the thinking too, is that it might've been a viral campaign set up because it looks kind of professional. I don't know. I, it just, well, it has a weird a feeling post to it. Can get. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Um, my, my, um, my hunch tells me that it's not um, right. viral, but um, I do think that we've seen a couple hints of Sony doing stuff, um, you know, as far as marketing for the movie goes that like there, there was the website that was in the, um, the trailer with the behind the right. scenes stuff. Um, and then there was the, um, um, sorry, I just got distracted. Um Losing a train of thought. Okay, right. There was the viral uh, website from the trailer uh, with that, the behind-the-scenes video and the proton pack. And right. uh, there was something else. Re- oh, the Sony, the April Fool's Day thing. Um, right. So that's, that stuff looks pretty um, – that looked pretty good. And I'm hoping that we see some more of that leading up to the movie because I, I really think that the um, – we've seen a lot of success with that with movies. Uh, doing the viral campaigns, it's obviously, fun. it is fun. It's, it's, it's fun. fun. It's an interactive thing. Unfortunately, with Ghostbusters, it's like everything just turns into like like any post about like there was a thing on GB Fans Facebook this week where they put up a picture of the new Diamond Select toys, and the one of the first comments, this guy was just started going anti reboot, and um, <laughs> yeah. but the funny thing was he was wearing uh, not that there's anything wrong with this, but he was talking about how the real fans don't support the reboot. But he was wearing right. the store bought. And he, he was wearing the and he's Ruby's, got the Ruby's costume on. He's got yeah, the Ruby's, Ruby's costume. costume. Um, and AJ was like, "Don't be this guy." <laughs> and then it turned into a real discussion, <laughs> another discussion of, "Oh, I guess you have to be able to afford a proton pack to be a real fan." And I wanted to be like, "Yeah, kind of." Actually, it's no, true. Just, <laughs> it, it's kind of true. I will agree with that. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I hope I don't know about the spirits rights thing, but I hope. I hope it is viral, and I hope we see some more. Um, I can tell of, you why it's not viral. Go for it. Because 
Well, I have an opinion on this because, well, I'm a white male and I'm entitled to opinions. So it's kind of funny because it's like they, with some of the memes they put out, they deal with actual real social issues. And I don't think Sony would touch that with a 10-foot pole. Yeah, and yeah. I did see the, the – yeah. there was one that was uh, Hitler, you know, <laughs> Hitler kind of – like containment. This this is the same thing as this, and they had like a concentration camp, and then a containment <laughs> unit. And I was just like, whoa, okay, slow down here. That's a little rough. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it won't be. A, that's that's why I don't think it's Sony. That's exactly right. that. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that's not Sony. Well, that that kind of opens up a, an interesting discussion. We're less than three months away from the movie. What kind of marketing push are we expecting? So this week we saw ads going on benches in major cities, sides of buses. Um, obviously, the movie theaters are getting the promotional square buttons, wearing T-shirts. Um, I'm really excited. This is like when you're looking forward to a movie, this couple months leading up to it, besides obviously all the merchandise coming out, is like the most fun, exciting thing. And I know you guys probably feel the same way. We've all been waiting since 1989 for this. Um, yeah. Who, you know, this we hopefully the future is bright. We'll get tons more Ghostbusters movies. But for right now, this is, this is our Ghostbusters movie, and uh, I'm just ready to, like, take it all in. And I kind of don't want the next three months to go by too fast. I kind of want to savor it. I want to savor it and soak it in. And that's not really a question. What? That's just me saying Luxury. what I want. Let me ask you. What, what is, <laughs> let me ask you kids a question, another question for you. What, what would you be excited for as far as merchandise coming out, something we haven't seen? What would be, what would be kind of a, a dream kind of toy or, or piece of – Piece of something, you know. What, 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 we never got Ecto Glow in Canada. What? We never got Ecto Glow figures in Canada. So I okay. would love ah. it if they came out with Ecto Glow figures for the new series. That would be ah, amazing. That'd be cool. I'm excited about the Ecto Cooler. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about, about Ecto Cooler. As far as like dream toys, like I really hope that they continue with the six inch line and we get like a Kevin figure and an Ecto two. Like a, like a, know, like a pack, like yeah. a mm-hmm. box set. I think it'd be really cool if they did the same kind of thing they did with the real Ghostbuster line, and the same kind of thing they do with the Ninja Turtles toys, where they just keep coming out with series that are just weird yeah. and ridiculous. Right. And, you know, here are the screaming yep. heroes. Here are the fright features. That'd be yeah. cool if they continued that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm a place. I, I hope so too. I, I, if that's ever been said, uh, a place. That's actually one word we don't normally. Um, <laughs> Playset.whore, that's my... (laughs) (laughs) It's different. I want to see a Ghostbusters headquarters playset. The Chinese restaurant with an attached garage when you park your Ecto-1 in there. And I want there to be like... And a lab. Yeah, with the lab. And I want to see like window-breaking action and you can like Mm -hmm. have your Holtzman flying out. Um, (laughs) That's what I want. I don't know if we're going to get that. Um, Real Ooh, with, uh, was it exclusive? You're thinking of the police with again. glow in the dark eyes that turn green. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, that sounds like a police academy set. <laughs> oh, Whoa, I was think- Don't get Craig started. This is like I feel bad. I was thinking of that the whole time. <laughs> um, but no, I, I would I would love to see that. Um, I will say this: we've been um, the the Ninja Turtles, the new toys for the new movie are in full swing, and they are just the ma- the line of figures they're putting out for the new Ninja Turtles movie yeah. is massive. They've got a full line of like whatever the four and a half five inch figures. They've got twelve inch figures. There's vehicles. There's a Technodrome. Uh, for you toy fans out there, if you like Ninja Turtles, that is something that you should check out. Yeah. I was freaking out today at the store. 
But that Technodrome playset kind of sucks. Yeah, but I like the box art because I like throwback box art where it shows the dumb kids like playing with the toy. So you're just going to buy the toy because you like the stupid box art. You like the kid on the toy? Yeah, mitten box. If you're buying it for pictures of kids, I'm going to call the police. These are running themes. Those Bebop and Rocksteady figures look pretty cool, though. Yeah, they Those do. Inch figures are kind of cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, they we, look we great talk, in the movie too. Like, yeah, we we could talk all day uh, about how terrible the figures actually look. But <laughs> oh, and I guess, I, guess I have someone else you're gonna have to have on the show because he's he's. I think they're still working on it. I'm not sure, but I got a buddy working on that film right now. Oh yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. On the new turtle, bringing us guests. So, Patrick, uh... Yeah, oh, well, then, Abby, I got one for you. I know the guy that animated the raptors in Jurassic World. Whoa, Ooh. that's for me and Jake, a little bit for everybody. What do you mean animated? Everyone those are, a little more. Those are real, those are real raptors. <laughs> oh, those were, yeah, yeah, that's right, sorry. They're practical. Those were practical mm-hmm. effects. 100%. Um, well, cool, Patrick, thanks so much for calling. Anything else? Before? We got 10 minutes left in the show, so we're going to be wrapping up here. Anything else? No, love the show. You guys take care. Hope to see you on the other side soon. Yeah, dude. Thanks, man. All right. Oh, that's dark. Yeah, we're dying. Got a little dark. <laughs> uh, we're going to go die. Right. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Bye, guys. Love you. Hello. Love you. We do it. I love him. He said it. I love you. All right, cool. So, Ryan, <laughs> it's down yeah. to three of us. Uh, we've got nine minutes left. We always like to do final thoughts, and they always kind of, like, take a while. So we should probably just start that now. Um, do you we'll have Ryan do it? Yeah, we're all going to do our final thoughts. Abigail, you start oh, okay. us off. Oh, so, wanna, okay. so, well, here's the thing. So just a little recap. This is our first ever episode of Yes, Have Some Live. Uh, thank you, everybody, for calling. If anybody else is still listening, oh, I shouldn't say it like that. For those of you still listening, <laughs> uh, if you did want to call in uh, and get and jump on the line, we, we have time to take another uh, quick call, 929-477-1217. Um, if not, that's okay. Uh, we'll we'll just start wrapping it up. Yeah, we're we'll um yeah we'll have this episode up uh, uh, on the normal podcast okay, feed. So this, I don't even know that this is recording and this we're gonna. That's actually what I was trying to establish. Yeah, very cool. Be okay. good. It, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes, well, have, yes have some meeting. Or as <laughs> Chase quick. Ambrose called us, let's have some. Let's have, let's have some. some. Yeah. Um, oh, let's have. <laughs> let's have some live. Um. Well, cool. Well, all right. So, uh, uh, Ryan, you want to kick us off? Do you have any final thoughts? Any anything else? Any pressing matters you want to get off your chest before we uh, hit the hay here? Yeah. Well, I guess one quick thing. Let's uh, talk about toys and toy yeah. leaks. Seems to be lots of photos all of a sudden starting to circulate around for the new toys. Okay. Little, uh, so we might little, we might little, little story venture. of my two Rowans. It seems like <laughs> my two Rowans. My, my two Rowans. <laughs> Um, so just, uh, we might we might venture into <laughs> slight spoiler territory. So anybody listening who doesn't want to, you know, this is like minor stuff. Ghostbusters. Well, I'm not really saying spoiler. I'm just saying for a future show, I think maybe yeah. this would be a great topic of discussion. Yeah, right it's not really spoilers. That, you know, these toys come out like next week. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But which Rowan will we get? I I mean I I have a. a I'm I'm thinking that Rowan's just going to be changing in the film. I think he's not going to be one form throughout the whole movie. He'll change here and there. Maybe maybe when he gets a little mad and mean, his face will change. And I guess at some point he sprouts a tail. He evolves. 
Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's think, what I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Or who knows? Yeah, who knows? It is, it's weird. Well, it's part of a character th- development. We've seen right, multiple so Rowan, like versions of that Rowan figure, some packaged, some not, with the face looking quite different. Um, so well, even the mini one, right? The mini one looks like Casper. It's like so cute. The that, yeah, oh, the yeah. mini one is so Speaking cute. Speaking of minis, Go can ahead. we talk about Miss Slimer at any point? Let's talk that's, about it. I mean, it's that, let's that's talk what about I'm it. Bring it on. Can we just say Miss Slimer is Bay? Miss Slimer is so Bay. <laughs> She's so Bay right now. So it, it. I mean, if we are to believe the um, the figure that we saw that is being released as a minifigure, the new Ghostbusters movie. This is what I was talking about about spoiler territory. There might be a female Slimer yeah. in this movie. There I mean, it could be. Slimers. It could be Slimer. In a costume shop. Yeah, putting on a bow as, with some yeah. trickery. Um, but you know they're in a costume shop at some point. At some point, there's a costume shop. It could be just Paul Feig being like, hey, for all these assholes or, who are just like women haters, Slimer's a girl now. <laughs> Here we go. They're all girls. <laughs> Oh man, they just—I just imagine like you see Leslie Jones opens up the door in the at the Chinese restaurant and Slimer's peeing sitting down. <laughs> like, I don't know. She yeah. says something funny. She says something very loud. Yeah, she says something loud. <laughs> no, I—I I don't know, man. I'm just excited to see these toys and to buy these toys. And that that little Rowan, he's super cute. And seeing all these different versions of Rowan makes me think that maybe he starts off looking very innocent. And cute, and as the movie goes, he just gets meaner and meaner and scarier and scarier. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like uh, getting a pit bull as a puppy. What? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe raptors. Buy into that stereotype. Yeah. Pit bulls. Uh, baby raptors are okay, so Michael scary. Whoa. Yeah. Raptors are a little <laughs> That's different. True. That's true. They're so cute when they're little. <laughs> and then they might kill you when they get older. Um. <laughs> um okay. Like terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we're like Rowans. Back to the Rowans. But seriously, so we've seen, yeah, we saw some leaks. Now here we go. We knew that there was a Stay Puff figure coming out, right? We saw it at the Ghost Core um, mm-hmm. showcase. Yep, we saw it even before that. Yeah, right? we mm-hmm. saw it at Toy Fair, mm-hmm. and this week uh, on eBay, a packaged Stay Puff figure from the new movie in the new movie packaging, and it says. Stay puffed balloon ghost. Yep. Wacky inflatable. Stay puffed marshmallow man. <laughs> yeah, we're it. Yeah, and I mean, I think anybody who's read anything about this movie knows what that's probably uh, alluding to. So let, we'll just leave it as some version of the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man is probably going to be in Ghostbusters 2016. And I just hope that it's awesome and that it's fun and that it does, you know, it pays uh, proper homage to. The Destructor, yeah, who stepped right. on churches in our town. Yeah, maybe he'll step on yeah. church. I hope. Ooh. Yeah. Ryan, do you, do you think it will? Yes. Do you think Stay Puft might step step on a church in this movie? <laughs> I don't even think they're even going to like talk about churches in this movie, are they? Is Stay up all night at a church lock-in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like... Uh, yeah. So yeah, I don't know so if they would actually reuse that joke, would they? I don't right. know. It's hard to. It's hard to say what the. Really, it's hard. Who knows? Slimer's a girl now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the problem yeah, with I guess Slimer. Any, anything goes. <laughs> how come it's not? How come it's not Mrs. Taylor Staypuff? <laughs> right, Mrs. Staypuff. She's just angry that her sailor's out on the town and uh, not coming home yeah. and uh, <laughs> making her making sandwiches. Making sandwiches. All right. 
Yeah, we've got three. <laughs> we've, got, what, <laughs> we've got three minutes. Let's smash and s'mores. Final. She wants yeah, to smash, smash and s'more. I was thinking of the peanut butter and marshmallow fluff sandwich because that's good. The peanut oh. butter man. Hey. Giant Peter Pan. I'm <laughs> always talking about Peter Pan on this podcast. Peter Pan. I want Stay Puft to get his own movie. Yeah. yeah. I want him to be a playable character in Mortal Kombat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That would be amazing. Exploding moves. So what do we got? We got like two minutes. We got left. two minutes. Probably wrap this up. Jake, final, final thought. Final thought. Uh, this podcast has been really fun to do. We just started this. I mean, it feels like we just started this yesterday, and it's been a point where I'm like, hey, does anybody even listen to this thing? And tonight we had constant callers, and that was really cool. So I just want to say thanks to everybody for listening and uh and calling in and sharing stress with us. Yeah. It's been fun. That has been fun. Yeah. Thanks for calling, everybody. It's real confirmation that we're a real show and people listen. I didn't know you guys had so many self-doubts. This was a therapy session. JK, I've actually been stressing for the last – how long have we been doing this? Like two months? A month? It's been an hour and a half. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Cool. Well, uh, yeah, Ryan, thanks so much for calling in. We'll we'll have to be doing this again. Um, We're going to figure out an actual schedule for this show. Uh, like what day of the week uh, we want to do the live version. And then, um, like we said, it'll all be in the regular podcast feed. So anybody who checks us out on iTunes, yeshavesomecast.com, yeshavesomecast.com, you can uh, go there, facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast, and then search yeshavesome on iTunes and subscribe. And that way you don't have to do any work. Uh, It just pops up uh, on your phone. It'll just pop in there. It'll just pop in there. I couldn't help it. It just popped in there. Mrs. Stapup. Mrs. Slimer did the work and downloaded and subscribed to Yes, Have Some Podcast. Um, want to give a quick shout-out to our friends at the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip, one of our favorite podcasts. We love Chris and Troy. They do awesome work, so check them out as well on iTunes. Yes. Um, shout-out to the Georgia Ghostbusters. Yeah. What's up, guys? And to the Ghostbusters hey, hey, of British Columbia. To all Ghostbusters. To all Ghostbusters. Hey, yes, everyone. All over the world. All you guys. Um, yeah. What else? Except for that guy with the ruby seconds. suit. <laughs> and the guy with the ruby suit. Even that guy. Uh, so, 30 what? seconds. Let's do our in memoriam. Rest in peace, Prince. <laughs> Rest in Who else died this week? Oh, God. China died. China. China. Ryan, 20 seconds. Close us out. Give us our Talk China, China. in memoriam. Oh, my God, China. Why? Why, Why did you die? It is sad. Last thing. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening. Ryan, thanks, thanks for sticking around for this whole thing, man. All right. Bye, it's everybody. Not a problem. Good night, guys. Night, right, y'all. Right. How do we have so many callers? How do we do a live show? Hello, I'm Paul Mahoney, Domino's franchise owner. I'm here to tell you we've extended our carryout special an extra day, so now you can get large three-topping pizzas every Monday through Thursday for just $7.99 each. And that's the lie detector I'm hooked up to. I love this deal. Okay, I admit it. It drives me crazy selling pizzas for only $7.99. Domino's Monday through Thursday carryout deal. Get large three-topping pizzas for just $7.99 each. Domino's. Oh, yes, we did. Carryout only. You must ask for this limited time offer. Prices, participation, and charges may vary.